Unless your pet is sick or injured, it could be weeks before you can make an appointment with your veterinarian. Vets were unable to provide routine care during Michigan's stay-at-home order. When it was lifted in June, many clinics prioritized their appointments, scheduling things like vaccinations later in the summer. Dr. Melissa Owings is the president of the Michigan Veterinary Medical Association. She says the COVID-19 pandemic has been difficult for doctors and technicians. We can have a day where we see almost entirely routine cases. We can have a day where we see 13 very, very sick pets um, in a morning. And so we never really know what's going to run in the door. Most veterinary hospitals are almost like an emergency room for for their patients. And so we see a, a lot of things that they typically don't see um, in clinics that provide vaccinations or just sterilizations. So we basically here at our veterinary hospital, we'll see a dog that's hit by a car. We'll see a dog that's ingested some type of toxin. We'll see a cat that has been bitten by another cat and has to have surgery. And then on top of that, we're seeing our routine cases. That's a very normal day. But what our issues have been, number one, our staff, they're tired. This is very, very difficult on so many levels for people who have been out in the workforce um, who have been considered essential from day one. And our veterinary staff has really done a fantastic job in making sure that they take every precaution to keep themselves safe, each other safe, and our clients and our patients. And in doing that, it's very taxing mentally and physically. They are exhausted and they are working probably overtime most of the time at this point. And we're pretty much full to capacity with animals that we can see that are ill and our routine cases. And to add on top of that, then we won't be able to give good care to our patients and to our staff members. And that's where our dilemma has has been in veterinary medicine is we're seeing more burnout, more compassion fatigue in veterinary medicine than I think we ever ever seen before. Do you know whether there's been an increase in pet owners having to euthanize their animals during this pandemic, either because they can't see a vet right away or they don't live close to an emergency animal hospital that's open around the clock? I have not heard that that has been an issue at this point. However, where we are located, you know, we are open sometimes 12 hours a day here. So we do see, it is a rare day where we have to turn away one of our patients. We triage them based on priority. If it's a case in which a pet's condition could rapidly deteriorate and compromise quality of life, then we get them in. And I think that's been pretty standard for our Jackson, Michigan area. We all watch out for each other. We all understand that if you don't see your patient, they have to go somewhere else. And if that somewhere else is already overtaxed and overworked, then they have to move on to somewhere else. And it doesn't work very well in terms of continuity of care. So we do work hard to be able to see those patients. Then there are some patients in which their conditions are stable and we can try to work them in in a day or two. The other very important part of what we're doing now is we have patients that we serve on a drop-off basis or they come in for an outpatient appointment. Basically, they come in, we examine them, their, their families will leave them with us. We'll examine them and we'll take care of any kind of treatment that might need to be performed 
and then we will generally discharge them same day. It's just that we don't we have them here so that we can get you know care provided as soon as we have a, a block open throughout the day. Like I said, our schedule sometimes can be very unpredictable, and I think those are critical. I think those appointments where a patient is able to be um, brought into the hospital, we are able to do whatever testing, examinations, diagnostics and we're able to provide a treatment plan to the family and then perform that to the best of our ability, that is critical to being able to provide access to care right now. What do you say to a pet owner who may feel frustrated because they have to wait a lot longer than they normally would uh, to see a vet? I think overwhelmingly, if it has been a routine type of case where let's say a dog is overdue for a vaccination, and it's not a core vaccination. It's, it's a, a vaccination for a disease where, you know, such as leptospirosis. We do realize that's an important disease. We do realize that it is zoonotic. We also realize that, you know, it's something that we can try to work in rather quickly. Our technicians and our veterinarians are very good about making sure that we can provide that care probably within a seven-day window of time. But still, we have programmed people to be preventive in care for their pets, and we want to make sure that they continue to do that as much as possible. So it's very hard for, for a client to understand why can't we get in? We were told that this is important. It is important. There's no question. But I think overwhelmingly, once we've explained to them that we're good, we have a window of time where we can make sure you know that your pet is still safe, but yet provide the vaccination and it, you know, as quickly as possible to make sure that there is even additional protection. But I think they have been very understanding as long as it's routine care. If it's a pet that is ill, what we have done is really tried to program our clients to, number one, make sure that they monitor their pets on a daily basis and that they're very proactive. If they notice anything that's a little off, anything that is um, unusual behavior, um, anything that shows signs of um, pending, you know, illness that is coming on, we need to make sure that, that our clients understand that they need to jump on that immediately and not wait. But what we have been doing that I has been extremely helpful for those patients who have history of chronic disease, such as pancreatitis, any number of other conditions, we're able to provide telemedicine. And that has been a lifesaver, especially for all of our established patients. We use Zoom. We can actually examine the pet over um, the phone or over the computer and have a great conversation with clients. And it does help to ease minds, I think, on my part and also on the part of the client. And we're able to provide care that way, at least to buy us enough time to be able to get the pet in. Or if I see the pet and I say, yeah, Smokey is not looking good today. He's lethargic. He would usually hear my voice and he would be up, you know, running around looking. He knows me very well. He's not paying any attention to the client at all. He's not eating or drinking. He needs to be dropped off. He needs to come in here to have an examination. And so it does allow us to be able to provide care in a little different modality than we've been able to provide before. As far as actually seeing pets, veterinarians have had to change the way they do business. I mean, people don't walk into the clinics with their pets. They have to, it's pretty much, you know, drop them off by car at this point. Correct. 
and I think everyone is on a different time schedule based on their individual veterinary hospital policies. Uh, I think that, you know, the first step is to make sure that everyone inside of the veterinary hospital serves as an example for the public. We are the experts on pandemics and zoonotic disease. We have for years in veterinary medicine known and assumed that the next pandemic would be zoonotic. It would be something that came from um, another animal, likely a bat or some other type of animal and actually mutated and was able to affect humans. So this is something that, you know, as veterinarians, as veterinary professionals, we need to make sure that we wear our, our masks, that we wear our eye protection, that we use appropriate sanitation, that we keep our clients safe, we keep each other safe so we can continue to do the job that we're meant to do here. And, and also keeping our patients safe because if we stay healthy, then we can continue to provide care to our patients. But I, I think, you know, we've worked very, very hard to be able to provide good care and safety here at our veterinary hospital. I think I speak for many, many veterinarians around the state of Michigan that it, it's been very busy. I think their staff members are also overtaxed physically and mentally and emotionally. I think everyone is working to the best of their ability, but they... You know, we, we hear you and we see you and we know that our clients worry that we may not be able to be there to provide care, whether it's due to, you know, the pandemic directly in terms of illness or due to the fact that we are very, very backlogged with patients and we're very overloaded with um, new patients who would like to come in or veterinary patients that have never been to a veterinarian and would like to establish a relationship, those are the patients that are going to get the least access to care. Unfortunately, if you haven't been to a veterinary hospital with your pet in several years, or you do not have a veterinarian in the area, this is the time to try to pre-anticipate and establish a relationship, at least get an appointment on the books so that you can get your pet in 